Welcome to Happy Healthy Crazy, the podcast dedicated to bringing encouragement, healing, and support to all those living with mental illness. I'm your host, Bill, and I'm learning how to add happiness and health to my crazy. Today we are talking about how to help. I'm not a licensed therapist or doctor, just a guy like you living with mental illness every day. I hope that my stories will help you as we together continue our struggle for wholeness. Thanks for joining me. Now, let's get started. Since I began this podcast, I've had many people say to me, I'm not mentally ill, but I know someone who is. How can I help my mentally ill relative or friend? Great question, and thank you for asking it. Today, I'd like to give you some answers. I am so grateful for the family and friends who have made so much effort to make my life better. Today, I'll be sharing 10 specific ways they have helped me and the difference it has made in my life. I hope these ideas will encourage, equip, and empower all those who care for us. 1. Loved me in spite of my illness. There is nothing more powerful than unconditional love. Love that is built not on if, but on even though. I am very fortunate that my family loves me unconditionally in spite of it all. The truth is, sometimes my behavior is not pleasant to deal with. Sometimes I overreact. Sometimes I'm irritable. Sometimes I'm depressed and can turn into Debbie Downer. But my mental illness has never ended my family's love. They communicated in many ways, over the phone, in conversations, in gifts given, in time spent together. I am so glad that my bipolar disorder has not caused my children to stop giving me hugs and kisses, my wife to give up on me, my parents to abandon me, or my siblings to forget me. It is wonderful to know I am still loved, regardless of my health condition. 2. Encouraged me. When I was at my lowest point, despairing of life and unable to see any light, my family actively encouraged me. My wife gently reminded me that things were not as bad as they seemed. She repeated that although I felt like my life was over, I still had a future. Having this encouraging voice in my ear gave me a glimmer of hope, and that small glimmer made a huge difference. It meant that the world wasn't all bad that life may still be worth living, and that maybe, just maybe, I could even feel happy again. It opened up the possibility of a better life, and that possibility was all I needed to stay alive and keep on going. You may never know how much your gift of encouragement might mean to someone who is struggling. 3. Looked for ways to help me de-stress and calm down. Since I have bipolar disorder, I not only struggle with depression and anxiety, but also times of mania. These sometimes begin with getting stressed out about something. It could be a bad day at work, an unpleasant experience at the store, money worries, an argument, anything really. Once I get wound up, it doesn't take long until I'm angry and agitated, which can easily lead into full-blown mania. Years ago, my wise wife figured out that if she can help me calm down when I'm in the beginning of that process, it can save us both trouble down the road. Since then, she has looked for and used a variety of methods to help, including pulling me aside in private and talking with me, 
asking me what's wrong and looking for solutions, giving me some alone time, and encouraging me to take a rest when I'm tired or come sit down and eat when I'm hungry. Her timely intervention has protected me from going all-out manic many times. 4. Notice things were off and told me. Sometimes, when I begin to slip into a bout of depression or mania, I don't notice it happening. I have gone through so many struggles with my emotions that losing my balance again seems almost normal. When I don't notice that my health is in jeopardy, I won't do anything to help stop it. This is where my loved ones come in. They can often recognize the warning signs before I do, and when they see them, they let me know. Bill, you're acting a little depressed. Did you know that? Or, Bill, were you aware that you're getting a bit manic right now? Once I'm made aware of the problem, I can take action to improve my health and often stop it from getting any worse. This is the kind of help I really need, and it has saved me from bigger problems. 5. Understood when I needed time alone. As an introvert, I have always needed some regular time alone to recharge my batteries. But as someone who suffers with anxiety, alone time is sometimes critical. I have discovered that getting away from everyone and everything for a few minutes calms me down and recenters me during or after an anxiety attack. My kids always want to see me and spend time with me, and it can be hard for them to understand that sometimes daddy needs some alone time. But when I let my wife know I'm panicking, she not only understands I need to leave for a while, but is also patient with me until I'm ready to rejoin the world again. In fact, she even protects my need for that time by keeping others away. I am thankful for a compassionate and understanding spouse who helps me regain my health in this way. 6. Protected my privacy. I remember the shame I felt when I was first diagnosed with mental illness. I was terrified that anyone else would find out. I wanted to keep it a secret until the grave. I didn't want a single person told, ever, unless I told them myself. My family could have disregarded my feelings, but I am grateful they have instead protected my privacy. They have kept secrets I shared only with them until I have given them permission to share. They have not made me or my illness a topic of conversation on social media or use me as a public prayer request. Of course, today I'm in a very different place regarding telling my story, as you can tell by this podcast, but it means a lot to me that I can trust my family with intimate details until I'm ready to share them more openly. 7. Provided transportation to doctor and therapy appointments. There have been times when I have been in such a bad state that I could not drive. I remember being so depressed on some occasions that all I could do was cry. I needed to get to the doctor or therapist, but I could not get there myself. But thank God for my wife, who dropped whatever she may have been doing and took the time to drive me where I needed to go. The transportation she provided filled a critical need. It may be a simple thing, but offering a ride may be the most important action you can take to help someone today. 8. Picked up my prescriptions. Taking medications on schedule each and every day is an important part of staying healthy for many of us with mental illness. I do my best to stay on top of this, but 
Occasionally, I can't get to the pharmacy when I need to pick up my medicine. My wife and my son have done this for me at times, and I really appreciate having the meds I need when I need them. Again, this is a simple thing, but may be very important for your loved one today. 9. Called the doctor when I was in crisis. I have been through a few times of crisis with my mental illness. During these episodes, I was out of control of myself and yet either didn't recognize it or didn't want to get the help that I needed. That's when my loved ones intervened. They could see that I needed help immediately and made the call to the doctor for me. Once I was on the phone with the doctor, I began to calm down, started to understand that I needed help, and eventually agreed to get it. At least one of these calls had a big part in saving my life. I am thankful that I had people in my corner who loved me enough to get me help at the moment I needed it, even when I couldn't see it. 10. Gave me time to recover. My struggle with mental illness has been a long one. Each time I slide back into depression or mania, it can take days or even weeks to recover my health. Some of the difficulties of my life cause serious emotional damage that still hurts. I wish I could quickly make myself feel better or get it together, but I can't. Healing takes time. How much time varies from person to person, but it is never instantaneous. I am very blessed to be surrounded by family and friends who understood that and graciously gave me time to recover each time I needed it. Their patience has provided a safe space to regain my balance and return to life in a better state. Well, that's the 10, but there's one more idea to add before I go. If you are caring for a person living with mental illness, first of all, thank you. Please make sure that you are also giving attention to your own needs. You need to stay healthy so you can help your loved one. So, be sure to get enough sleep, eat well, exercise, take time out to have fun, and nurture healthy, life-giving relationships. To all those caring for us, we need you, we appreciate you, and we want you to have a wonderful life of your own. Please take great care of yourself. You are worth it. And that wraps it up for today's show. Thanks for listening to this edition of Happy Healthy Crazy. I'm so glad you made time in your day for us. I'd love to get your feedback on this show or any other comments or questions you might have. Please contact me, as always, at bill at happyhealthycrazy.com. I'll be back next week with another episode. Until then, have a great week. And remember, it's okay to be broken. We're in this together, and our stories are far from over. Hi, this is Bill, host of Happy Healthy Crazy. If your civic group, church group, or recovery program is looking for an inspirational speaker for your next function, consider inviting me. My dynamic presentations increase understanding of mental illness, encourage those living with it, and let others know how they can help. Each presentation is fully customizable to your group's needs. I've shared my stories with many groups, ranging from a handful of people to crowds of hundreds. 
I would love the opportunity to speak to your group too. Please contact me via email at bill at happyhealthycrazy.com for more information. Thanks, and I look forward to hearing from you soon.